All right, guys, welcome back to the podcast. This is episode four. Thank you for being here. Let's get into this. My guest this week on the pod is a magician from Southern Florida. We have a chance to talk about his start in magic, and he has become a great magician. Dude is like a wizard doing some crazy tricks out there. You will have to make sure to give him a look on YouTube and his Instagram. I will have all of that below. Check the Instagram, my personal page to find his account. Trust me, you will not regret it. But anyway, we have a chance to talk about his magic and how it started in high school from making a card appear in a sealed bag of chips. And from there, the video of that kind of went somewhat viral on Twitter and he started getting recognition around school from people he had never even met before. And that's what kind of gave him the confidence and made him realize that he could really do magic full time and that he should go all in on it. Since then, he has been able to do his own magic show in Miami travel to Pakistan and be on national television, which we have a chance to talk about, and also do some magic for some very well-known people such as Gerard Adams. He also talks about how he got into a very expensive music festival once by performing magic to the security guard. The guy's done some crazy things, plenty of crazy and amazing stories, and he's just getting started. With that said, uh, my fourth guest on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Prince Ali. My name is Ali. I am originally from Pakistan, like my parents are from Pakistan, but I was born in America. And uh, so I am a, I'm a professional magician and I'm 18 years old. So I just graduated high school just a couple months ago. And the past year I've been really going into magic. So that's something I've been, I've been doing a lot. And so, so, I've, so I practice magic like three hours a day and I'm really, really into it. And my goal is to become like the most like well-known magician in the world. That's big, and you're definitely well on your way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like your, hopefully. Your videos, man. I was just going through your your Instagram, and there's some incredible <laughs> stuff that you're rolling with in there. And <laughs> thank um, you, man. Yeah, of course. And so, um, one thing that really stood out is here. Let me pull it up so I make sure I get it right. Is it um, were you saying it, you read in high school? It takes what ten thousand hours. To become like become a legit world professional, class. yeah, world class. At yeah, that was middle school. Yeah, to become world class at something, it takes ten thousand hours, according to a book called The Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell, and that like that really changed. Uh, so I used to play soccer a lot. So when I was thirteen years old, I was really, really into soccer, and so then I read that book, and I'm like, oh, you know what? If I'm thirteen years old now, and if I put in the work. By the time I'm 23, I'll definitely, for sure, become the world-class soccer player. Mm-hmm. And so, so I actually decided, okay, I'm actually going to put in the work. I'm actually going to do this. So I would wake up at 5.30. I would practice for an hour before school. There was a golf course. I used to live in a kind of close to a country club, like in a little apartment. And there was a golf course behind my house. So I would put in my cleats and play in the golf course behind my house. I really messed up that golf course. <laughs> so every morning I would wake up early and I would train and I would come back and I would train some more two hours at the park. And I would do that every single day because I really, really wanted to get this 10,000 hours thing done. And then, uh, so I, I, I did that and that was really, it was really fun because like I was actually doing what I said I was going to do. Mm-hmm. And then, but I didn't really see any results at, at all actually, because like any like in-game results, because in eighth grade, in eighth grade, I, uh, in eighth grade, I made the team for my middle school team, but I didn't really get to play much. In ninth grade, I didn't make the team, which is really devastating. In tenth grade, I did make the team, but I sat on the bench the entire season, so I didn't get one minute of playing time, wow. which is really like, that's not. I mean, other kids had that too, but that was pretty sad for me. Right. And then eleventh grade, I got like twenty minutes of playing time, just because I did matter tricks to the captain, <laughs> and and that's why I got twenty minutes of playing time, and I quit halfway through. And I think a good big part of the reason why I didn't I was, soccer was like so bad for me was because when I was in tenth grade I developed an allergy to certain types of grass. So what would happen was I would go to practice every single day and I would come back just covered in hives all over my body. Dang. And so like yeah, so like every single day I would go to practice, I would come back and it was just terrible, but I would still like go through it. And another thing that was part of it was that all these other kids who are compete, I was competing with, they were training since they were like three or five years old or seven, ten years old max, and I was here starting at thirteen. And also, sorry, I need to turn that off. Also, uh, 
I had I, I like I pick things up slow compared to most people. I don't know why. Like everything I do, like magic, soccer, piano, everything I do, I pick up really slow. So I, like I, I was picking things up slow. I was allergic to grass, and and then around that time, I started just getting into magic when I was in tenth grade, and I started just getting better and better. It was just a side thing, just spending a little bit of time into it. It was just fun. Sometimes when I was stuck at home because I couldn't really go outside, I was I was just practicing my magic. And then I, I did this. I remember this one specific time. Okay, so I was I was a uh, I was at home, and and practice was at six thirty and it was four thirty and I was bidding on a camera, a GoPro camera. Okay. To to uh I was bidding on a GoPro camera because I wanted to record myself doing magic at school, and one of my favorite magicians used a GoPro for one of his videos. I was like, okay, a GoPro it is. Mm-hmm. And so I was bidding on this GoPro camera and. So the the bidding war ended at like 7:30 and practice was at 6:30 and I had to skip practice <laughs> to get this GoPro camera. And I did not have enough money to pay the full price, obviously. So I had to get this like $100 off deal or whatever it was. Uh-huh. And so the first the first time in like two years, I skipped practice intentionally. Whenever I skipped practice before, it was either I was sick or I had to. For the first time, I skipped practice intentionally to buy that GoPro camera. Right. And then, and then two weeks later, I did this magic trick at school where I had somebody pick a card, and then it was at a lunch table, right? So there was like 10, 15, 15 people there. So they picked a card, and then they shuffled it into the center of the deck, and then I sprayed the cards. I had a bag of hot Cheeto chips that was sitting on the table, and their card was inside the bag of hot Cheetos. That is crazy. And then, yeah, and then like it was filmed, and then. And then it went viral on Twitter. Not, not viral, viral, but like for me, it was viral. It got like three or four hundred retweets, and uh, and then people like started recognizing me around school, and that was really cool. And so then around that time, I realized that like I've been doing magic for like a year and a half, and I'm already like the best person I know at magic. Like at that point, I was the best magician I've ever seen. In soccer, I've been doing for three, three and a half years at this point, and. I I I had I had I didn't make one competitive goal my entire career as a soccer player. Not one competitive goal. Yeah. In soccer, that I think that was like a hat trick or something. You know, just a year and a half. And, right. and at that point, I decided just like shift my gears and do magic. And that's what I've been that's what I've been doing lately. Right. I mean, it sounds like you're calling for sure. Like it just took off. Like you said, way quicker than than soccer had. And mm-hmm, for um, sure, definitely definitely took a strong interest. So. Um, looking back, like what, is there one magician or one person like that you were watching on social media that really kind of sparked that interest or what, did you always have it like from when you were young and then you just kind of really went all for it when you, uh, got to high school or who, who, what was the biggest think, inspiration? I think it was a little bit of both. So, I mean, I just, I was just talking to one of my old family, my family friends that I've known since I was really young and she was like, like, I haven't seen her in like so many years and she was like, Oh, I remember when you were five years old. You are six or seven years old you were always with your cards and doing these stupid magic tricks and i was like really yeah like i don't remember that so i, I guess i i get i did i don't remember that but i guess when i was seven years old that little magic phase i feel like a lot of kids have a magic phase when they're young i don't know right. like I've, I've met a lot of kids have had like have you had a magic phase I, uh, out of curiosity yeah like i, I actually did i, you I did? remember uh, <laughs> i went to i think you're spot on i think every kid has some point that they're like man this is cool like because it really exactly it's, it's awesome i think it's still awesome um i went to las vegas with my parents actually and there's a lot of magic stores and magic shops there and mm-hmm. people doing the tricks on the street and stuff like that and i was just like this is the coolest thing i could definitely do this and get a crowd of people going like that'd be such a cool thing to be able to do exactly and then, um you know i didn't i didn't stick with it like and start it like you did but dude like you've some of your like, videos I mean, are crazy, I, yeah. <laughs> thank you. I mean, I didn't stick with it. Like, at first, I didn't stick with it either. So I, I think I did magic when I was really little at first. And then uh, and then when I the second time I picked it up, I think it was just... Uh, so something about soccer that I really, really liked was tricks. <laughs> so I would always do... I was always the best at freestyling. I don't know if you know what soccer freestyling is, but, like, I can, like do little tricks with like around the world or put it behind my neck or like roll it around my arms uh-huh. it's like little like cool like flashy tricks that you can do with a soccer ball like juggling i could juggle like 800 times and so i was better than that i was like the best on that at my team like my i didn't get to play a minute the entire season but i could juggle better than anyone else there wow. so 
So like I was bet I was the best at tricks, and and so like I remember like I could sometimes I would get like very rarely I would get like a crowd of people watching me do like soccer tricks. You know what I mean? And people were like, "Whoa, that's so cool!" Yeah. And I really like that feeling. So I think subconsciously that's kind of what made me want to get into magic. And like every summer I try to like pick something up. So like one summer I picked up guitar, one summer I picked up piano, one summer I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go all in magic. I mean, one one summer I was like, I'm gonna go all in soccer, and then one summer I think I just wanted to pr- like learn magic, so I just bought a deck of cards, and I was just shuffling. At first, the first like inspiration I think was not like it wasn't a huge inspiration, but it was like Matt Franco from America's Got Talent mm-hmm. when he won. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. And so I remember I just bought a deck of cards from Walgreens. And it's been, it took me two weeks just to learn how to ripple shuffle. Just like the basic shuffle and the bridge. It took me like two weeks to get it down. And then I, I would watch his videos really, really slow and put it in slow motion and then figure out how he did the tricks and then watch YouTube videos and figure out the tricks and then do it myself over and over again. But another another person that I really look up to in the magic world, I didn't like see him at first, is this guy named Daniel Fernandez. And uh, I'm actually, I was just emailing him, trying to get in touch with him. And, uh, and yeah, that, he's, uh, he's, you probably don't know who he is, but he has like a million on, on, uh, on YouTube and like 100,000 on Instagram. Okay. And he's, I think, he, I don't know where he lives actually, but he's, uh, he's, he's, he's really charismatic and I like that. I, like, I want to be like, that's more of my style because like David Blaine is like super, super dark. Right. And like, like he's like monotone and talks like this. And but he's really cool. I, I love his magic, but he's just not my style. So I feel like Daniel Fernandez is a magician that like inspired my like the charisma that I kind of want to be like the most. Okay, definitely. No, that's that's cool. Um, it's always cool to hear like who, who you're looking up to and who you're, um, where, where that inspiration comes from. And and that's crazy. Like just touching back on you, you said you sounds like you've learned a ton just from youtube alone it's crazy how much youtube can teach yeah. you and uh, i've learned guitar piano and magic and school a lot of school off youtube right it's huge <laughs> so so i didn't yeah i guess you'd actually kind of said that yesterday so you've been learning something new every summer was this summer magic uh not like like every summer like but last summer this summer i didn't learn anything new i'll be honest yeah uh but yeah i, I try to learn like for i try to i try to make use of my summers especially since i don't know how old are you by the way i'm 21 yeah you're 21 so like you know like when you're in high school you're not really doing too much or middle school you're not really doing too much over the summer so like right. i used to be bored over the summer right so like just by getting picking something up like guitar guitar that was for real i'm so happy i picked up guitar like by picking something up over the summer, you're giving yourself a skill that can like last a lifetime. Right. So it's and like as it's so useful. Right. And like you can, it's got to be awesome to see the progress you can make in just I don't know how long summers were like there, three, but three, three months. Yeah. You can make so much progress in three months. It's got to be cool, and it's just motivating to yourself. Like okay, I can put three months in and get here. What if I put now twelve months in, and now this becomes two years, and like you really get good at something. Mm-hmm. For sure. Right. And so, um, so when was your, so you said you did the trick in high school, the, the bag of, uh, the bag of, the uh, bag of chips. Hot, yeah. 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 And that happened. So that, then, then that really took off and you started going all in on magic. What was kind of the next biggest milestone in the whole thing after that? Yeah. So I don't know if I went all in after the bag of chips. I kind of more like didn't go, <clears throat> I didn't go like all in in soccer after that. I don't know if I wasn't practicing like that much magic. Right. I was definitely doing a lot more magic than before. So the next, so uh, a long, fun, funny story, but like that, like three years ago, I did. I was at a Syrian refugee dinner, and uh, and so the basically what it was, it was at somebody's house, and a bunch of these Syrian refugees would come, and they would cook for everyone, and it was like fifty dollars a plate, and they the, you got their food, like the fresh food, the Syrian food, and they told their stories, and basically it was just a fundraiser, and all the money went straight to the families right mm-hmm. and so there was a there was like some people there i started doing magic tricks obviously and there was some people there and like we just i just got their instagrams and then one of the person one of the people was this girl and two years after that event i'm pretty sure she was the she was event planner for an event in miami called dream masterminds miami and so she was planning that event and so it was on her instagram stories i'm like she said, who wants to go to this event? I'm like, sure, I want to go. And she's yeah. like, cool, I can. I think I can hook you up with free tickets. And they're like $300 or $500 tickets, which she gave me. So I'm like, oh, okay, awesome, perfect. 
And so that was my first like networking event. Networking events actually really, really helped me. So that networking event was in it was in like Miami Beach. And like so I went to the event and I met a lot of different people, like big on social media and stuff like that. And I realized that magic could actually like be a career. Like this is this is an actual thing that like people can make money doing anything online. Like, you know, I, I met somebody named Jeremy and he's he travels the world. And he gets paid to travel and stay in like luxury hotel resorts. Dang! Like that's what he does for a living. That's I'm like, such wow. a dream. That is crazy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. He spends a lot of time like taking pictures and editing the pictures, of course. So it's not like just doing nothing, but right. that's what he he gets. He just travels the world and stays stays in nice hotel resorts with his girlfriend. That's what he does for a living. So I'm like, if he, if he can do that, then I can I can do magic tricks. You know what I mean? One hundred percent. Oh so yeah. I, so, so I met a lot of people. I met this guy named uh, Jason Stone at Millionaire Mentor on Instagram. I don't know if you follow him, but he gave me a bunch of shout outs as well, okay. which were really cool because I got like a lot of followers just from those shout outs. I had 800 followers then. And uh, <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, how many followers do you have? I'm like, 800. He's like, 800? <laughs> and so <laughs> so that went up to 1,000 really fast from just from those shout outs. And uh, so that, that was really, yeah, I met a lot of like different like big, big business people like uh, Mark Brazil from Iconic. You know, Icon- you know what Iconic is. Uh, I think so. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like the owner of Iconic was there. Like there were a lot, a lot of, a lot of cool people there. And I met a lot of, a lot of really, really cool people. And like still people I'm connecting with today. That was like last December. I'm still connecting with them today. Right. No, and so that event, re- yeah, that event really, really changed. Like really was like a, a catalyst almost for me. And then like just two months after that event. I got my first paid magic gig for this one of the kids there, who was Austin, and he had his graduation party. He's like, "Yo, you should come to my graduation party to do magic. I can hire you for it." I'm like, "Awesome!" So I got paid fifty dollars an hour for two hours, and I, I did magic at his graduation party. That was my first paid event, my first time ever making money from magic, and that was like on my 18th birthday. Wow. Or like, yeah, I think it was on my 18th birthday, and that was super fun because I, I mean I got paid to do magic and I was just doing what I would be doing anyways if you just invited me there right so 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 then so that was my first paid gig and then I mean I'm still not 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 close to a full-time professional magician like I don't make that much money from magic like I don't know maybe it looks like from my Instagram that I'm making like tons of money from magic which is definitely not true but like that was my first paid event and I was like wow that's really cool and I've been getting some more and some more. And I just had like my first show in Miami, which was really cool. Dang, that's that's crazy. Well, you're definitely headed that way. Like you said, you might not <laughs> yeah. be full time yet, but you've got the talent, Soon. you've got the mindset, and uh, you've got like the, the personality. And, oh, thank you, man. Yeah, of course. And then you've built, you know, you're building that following, uh, which you said you that guy helped you out at that conference. And I mean, now you're what? pushing 13,000 followers or something like that. So yeah, you've yeah. definitely grown a lot. So uh, that's awesome. I love hearing stories like that. And uh, I know it's like, it's just personally motivating to hear people go all in on themselves and, and bet on themselves. And when your eyes opened mm-hmm. and you realize that you could do your, like what you're passionate about as a career, that's such a good feeling. Mm-hmm. And especially since like, especially for people who are young, like if you're in high school, you have no responsibilities. I mean, mm-hmm. okay, a lot of high schoolers, I'm not going to say all high schoolers, but a lot of high schoolers have no responsibilities at, at like this age. Right. And they have a lot of time, which you're not really doing anything with. So like, if you like stop playing Fortnite, unless you really love Fortnite and you want to be the best Fortnite player in the world, if that's your passion to go for it, right? Right. But like, if you stop like scrolling through Instagram and you like find something you kind of want to do and you just practice it, like you can make money doing anything these days, like anything. Right. Technology is <laughs> crazy. Social media, yeah. yeah. Like it's it's endless now, and it hasn't always been that way. Like we're living in a mm-hmm. prime time to really like become what you want to become. For sure, it's crazy. Right. So first ever magic show. What was uh? So that oh, was yeah. after the party. It sounds like like were you actually at a? Yeah. So my first my first like own magic show, which was just two months ago. It was in Miami, my friend's apartment, and. So basically what it was, it was just me doing magic and I had like a little show put together and like I invited like 12 people and they bought tickets to my show, which wow. is kind of crazy. <laughs> and so, yeah, so they bought tickets and I had some food and I just did some magic and it was really, really fun. Hopefully I'll have another one soon. Right. Oh, that's, that's cool. Cool. Like, yeah, you're definitely headed up the steps, dude. Like you're, you're hitting all the milestones and excited to see where you go. Um, 
we were talking a little bit last night about how you um, you were able to get into an expensive music festival by doing tricks to the security guard. I would love to hear that whole story and experience. That was like the cool. It was such a cool thing. I was like, I'd love to hear about that. Uh, oh yeah. So I mean, it wasn't like there was. It's not like that big of a story. But what, what it was is so me and my friend Daniel, we were just like walking around one way doing magic tricks because that's what we do sometimes. We just go around. We're filming each other just doing magic. And so we were hearing some music, and there was a there was a music festival called the Three Points Music Festival that was going on in Wynwood. You know, where, I don't know if you know where Wynwood is, but that's like the art district of Miami, okay. which is like it's a really cool part of Miami. And there was like a big there's concerts that go on there sometimes. Like Life in Color was there, and this was called the Three Points Music Festival. And to be honest, I didn't really really want to go to the music festival that bad, but I kind of wanted to get in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so 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 what we did. Like, I mean, it was my friend who did it more than I did, I'll be honest. So we went to the security guard, and we were like, he's like, hey, if I show you some really cool magic, can you let me in? And he just automatically starts smiling. He's like, uh-huh, maybe. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and, then, and then he pulled out this trick where he got five $1 bills, and he shook them, and it became five $20 bills. And he's just like, yo, that's crazy, and he just let us in really quick. <laughs> and that was, and we just like we just got in. That's how easy it was. We just got in. And we just like we were like so happy, just like running around the music festival for doing magic tricks. That is crazy. That's such a cool thing. That is yeah. So um, like another experience, I was going through Instagram. When did the um, that whole conference you said you were at? Is that where you ran into Gerard Adams as well? Yeah, that's where he was as well. Okay, yeah, and he, like he's for people that don't know, he's he's a very big entrepreneur, like motivational speaker. I I follow him personally yeah. on Instagram, and uh, it looks like you really, like that trick was crazy. How you made? I guess yeah. we could walk through the trick a little bit and kind of the experience for people that would want to know. Yeah, so basically, what that trick was, was uh, I got I told him to multiply a bunch of random numbers together. I think it was his birthday, his iPhone password, some random number. And then he had equals, and it was some random 10-digit number, right? And then I told him, hey, it's actually exactly 10 digits. So it could potentially be a phone number. So could you call that number? And then he called the number, and it was my phone number. <laughs> so basically what I did, I just got Jared Adams' number. <laughs> and then, and then <laughs> that was fun. I haven't. I only texted him once I, when I uh, posted the video, and he didn't, he didn't reply. But <laughs> I, I, I have his number. It's okay. Uh, that's cool, man. That's a cool contact to have. He's a cool dude. So, mm -hmm. do you ever get you ever get nervous like performing for bigger bigger known people like that, or is it just so natural now and you've put in some hours that you're just like this is? My I think thing. I think just... when I was I was I was watching over the video when I was talking to him, and I think I was a bit nervous when I was talking to him, but now I've gone to the point where I don't think it matters who I perform to. Like, I can go to red carpets. I, I think I can go to red carpets and perform from, like, household names. And I don't think I would be I would be nervous at this point. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, I kind of just get into a zone when I do the magic tricks. Like, maybe I'll get nervous walking up to them. Maybe. I don't I don't know. But I think I might get nervous, like, walking up to them, getting the first, like, ask them to see a magic trick. But it went, if they say yes or once they say yes, like, that's – I'm just kind of in there. You know what I mean? Right. No, you just it's, kind of, it's hard to explain, but like I just get in the zone there when I start doing it. Right, no, I feel you. You've and you've put in the hours, so you just you just you've gotten so comfortable with it. That's why I think practice yeah, is so I'm doing important. The same, yeah, I'm doing I've done the same tricks like so many times. Right. Like when I was on TV, like I was so nervous the day before I was on I was going on TV, partially because it wasn't in English, and partially because like I was on TV. But like when I actually started doing the tricks, I just I just kind of forgot that the cameras were there. You know what I mean? Like right. I didn't even realize that I was in a studio at that point. Right. And that's such a good feeling. Like that just means you're like everything's working right. That's such a good yeah. So do you have that zone? Right. Uh, is there a favorite trick of yours personally that like you enjoy doing the most, or is it just it's just all of them because it all goes together? Yeah, I think it depends on on like on like who who i'm doing it to because you kind of can tell like some so for some people basic tricks are like amazing and some people were like I'm, what i really like is get, getting people who are skeptical uh -huh. maybe people like figure out the first trick and then completely flooring them with another trick you right. know what i mean right so like they're like oh yeah i think i know you did that and then getting them and they're just like like what like how <laughs> what <laughs> It's, I mean, I love the feeling of getting fooled too. So I like, I like getting, I like getting people who are first skeptical and then like fooling them. But I don't think there's a, there's an actual specific trick. No. 
right okay um for people i, I always like to ask this one because you know there's always people you're looking up to and i'm a big believer in the ripple effect so somebody uh kind of sparked that interest in you to start magic or you've always had that interest like what you're doing you're going to motivate some other people like you said maybe coming out of high school maybe not maybe a little older to start magic or something they've always wanted to what would you recommend to anyone looking to start in doing magic and yeah i guess what would your message be to them yeah so whether it be magic or whether it be just anything you want to do like just just to start doing it you know what i mean just to like just put like 20 minutes a day like if you like this like i I, this is a question i ask like everybody i meet it sounds kind of weird i i ask like every single person i have a conversation with i ask them this question i ask them like if you could have any job in the world regardless of what your parents say regardless of how much money you made regardless of what anybody think if it's completely your choice what would you do mm-hmm. and you were going to make money doing anything and and so like figure out what the answer is to that question and you just start working towards that just a little bit every day and try and work more and more towards that let's say you want to be like a a photographer right, right. uh save with the money and buy a dslr and then just like watch peter mckinnon videos mm-hmm. and like figure out how to how, how to like how, how to use the camera just 30 minutes a day and like once you get some momentum once you see some results you're going to naturally want to do more and more and more, especially if it's something that you like to do. So what I would say, I would just say to start, start, just start doing, start doing it. And if if for magic specifically, if if there's somebody there who wants to be a magician for magic specifically is just to focus on the presentation rather than the trick itself. Like for magic, it's really important not to focus on the side of pain and what your hands are doing. Because I can I can do the simplest trick, like the basic, like number one, first trick you'll learn in the magic book, right? And I can make it so much better than what I used to do it three years ago because like I've gotten to the point where I'm not even thinking about what my hands are doing. I'm just making the suspense. I'm making the atmosphere the right way using my body language and using my voice. So the presentation is so much more important. I think that can be applied to other things as well, but for magic especially, the presentation is way more important than what you're actually doing with your hands. Right. That's what I, w- I would say for magic. But for everything else, just start doing it and start like the small 10, 15 minutes of just consistent action if you're not doing it already. Right. Just like that one, I've seen a quote or two uh, before, and it's just like improve that 1% every day and where you're going to be in a yeah. year is, is crazy. So it yeah, like ties in, yeah. Right, yeah, you put yeah, it. Yeah, if you, if you get 1% better every day, then you're going to be crazy. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, but slow and steady wins the race. Like uh, all great things take time, all that type of stuff. So, um, mm-hmm. and just starting, like you said, that's been the biggest thing I ever did is like, it's uncomfortable. You're nervous. You're, you're afraid people might. Sorry. What, what, sorry. You're a photographer, right? Yeah. That's what I've been doing for the past, like two, three years. This podcast and stuff's kind of the new chapter I'm looking to start, but, uh, yeah, I did so, exactly. So, sorry. No, go for yeah, it. Sorry to flip this around. Are you like a are you like a full time photographer yet? Are no, dude, I'm in, I'm in the same boat you are. Um, I get <laughs> awesome. I get a paid from a few jobs, but no, I'm still working a job to get you know like bills paid and make things meet, and uh, that's just part of the journey at the moment. Like that's just that's just where we're at, and uh, so it's motivating to hear people like you, like you have a bigger following than me. You've got to performance uh, in front of some really big name people, and we're both kind of in the same boat on uh it just hasn't gone full time yet so hearing stories like yours personally is really motivating there's something else i would say to you and to like a lot of people is to go to networking events right like i mean if you if you live in some places it might be hard but like a lot of cities have networking events so if you just look up networking events near you like you can you can meet some like networking events actually changed a lot for me so if you, you can meet some really cool people like for that networking event i went to dream masterminds it was only three hundred dollars. I mean, that's a, that could be seen as a lot of money, but that's not that much. And if you really, really want to, yeah. I'm sure if you either email the coordinators or like you know find the third door, find your way in. Yeah. Like you can, you can, yeah, you can either like I could, I, I would sneak into the event. I, I, I get in for free, but otherwise, you could just walk into the event if you really want to, buy a bunch of wristbands, forget what they're wearing. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not telling you to walk in, but you can walk into the event. And then, or you can just like save some money and buy a ticket or email those speakers and ask them sincerely. If you email all the speakers and ask them sincerely to give you a free ticket, I promise you, you'll get a free ticket. Right. No, you're... I, I mean, I'm not sure. Yeah, you'll probably get a free ticket, but there's always a ways in. Right. And 
it's funny that you brought up the third door actually and just kind of like a side note i actually uh did you read the third door i have read the third door like three times right it's such a good book i actually um i know alex and i had a chance to go yeah i had a chance to go to one of his events in los angeles and be a photographer for him so it was exactly like you're explaining like i offered my services what i do he was like yeah you can come to la i'll get you a free ticket you can be in the conference shooting with me or hang out type of thing and awesome man that's awesome oh it was the craziest thing and i just wanted to touch on it because yeah like the people i met there and the networking it built i have so many good like just personal friends from that now that have been looking to help out in so many ways and it's like it's just proving so much that it's really about who you know in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. And people like if you're just nice and generous, people are looking to help you out. And so, yeah, exactly. And actually, you know, you know, Elliot from the book. Yeah. Yeah. So I DM Elliot asking if he wanted some magic at Summit. <laughs> I could do walk around magic at Summit. Yeah. And it didn't work. But he said that he said that, hey, uh, do a magic trick for me on your story. So I was like taking a third door here. So he said, do a magic for me, a magic trick for me on your story. Like for those of you who don't know Elliot, Elliot Bisno is a guy. He's like one of the main characters in the Third Door, mm-hmm. and he sold his company for fifty million dollars, and now he's a, now he's the owner of a company called Summit, which is like the biggest networking events, like the best and the biggest networking events in the world. So this is a like a big time guy kind of, and so I so he's like he only has three thousand followers on Instagram as well, which is really really surprising. Right. So. So I, I DM'd him, he's like, oh, do a magic magic trick for me, like specific to me, and put it on your story. And I'm like, okay, fine. And so what I did, is I, just, I did this magic trick. I, it's hard to explain what it is, but I basically did a magic trick that and it, the words, it, it was like specific about him, right? And he's like, wow, and then we FaceTimed, and then I'm supposed to meet him in September when he comes to Miami. Wow. So hopefully that works out. So just by like, you know, like sending a dm he actually responded and now hopefully they'll get to meet that is so cool was that um because i i follow him as well and i remember there was one point he's been wanting to learn magic himself right for when his uh his younger kid gets kind of <laughs> yeah. older right yeah yeah I, I was like i i dm'd him like right before he started talking about that and like he I, I was on his story as well i don't know if you saw that but i was on his like five stories so. in a row i kind of remember that yeah. now and like, dude, it sounds like you inspired him to do some magic. That's such a cool thing. <laughs> yeah, maybe I did inspire. I inspired Elliot Bisno to start magic. Who knows? Right, because you said it was <laughs> yeah, a little honestly, bit before like, he, he started. Yeah, he started posting about how he wanted to learn magic directly after he posted my magic trick. So you'll see. That's crazy. But that'll be cool. Hopefully, so I can next month. You're gonna be uh, meeting up with him. Not possibly. I learned that like. When people say things, it doesn't always mean like what they actually say. Like right. this guy Daniel Fernandez. Okay, I'll tell you the story with him too. Yeah, let's do it. Like I really, I really like the third door. Like it's actually helped me a lot. So, uh, so the thing, like, and the guy, a guy named Mark Brazil from Iconic, the owner of Iconic, was the one who told me to read the third door. And so, this guy Daniel Fernandez, I've been emailing him for like two years. Okay, so I'm emailing him like every every couple months for two years because I really, really like his magic. And so then, uh, so then I was thinking, hey, I, I also design websites. I'm also like a web designer. I'm not like a me, like a world class web designer. But I'm a web designer. So I'm like, you know what? Hey, Daniel, I emailed them. Do you want a free website made? I could do it completely for free. No response. I was like, wow. I, I kind of expected a response there. Yeah. And I even used a, it's a template from the third door. No response. <laughs> so, so I'm like, okay, you know what? I and then I just made the website for him. So I just made it without. I just used. Instagram pictures and pictures from the internet that I found and then I just made the website for him and I sent it to him with the password like, here here's the website take a look at it and then he finally looked at it and he said that okay let's get in a call this weekend which was yesterday oh wow <laughs> to see how we can work together and then he never called me but right. hopefully by next weekend you'll get on a call together or something like that so like just because I spent the extra couple of hours and I made his website for him with his instagram pictures without his like, consent or without him even wanting it yeah it actually worked you know what i mean right yeah you like you just didn't give up and like you're you're offering him value rather than the other way around i feel like people are gonna yeah. really see that yeah it's kind of like funny because when i first i was going through the first emails i read like i was offering him no value at all
we're back on, right? Yeah, I can hear you now. My bad. I don't know right, what was cool. going on there. <laughs> no, that that was my that was my dad calling. <laughs> oh, you're good. No worries. All right, cool. Yeah, I can't. Oh yeah, one sec. Yeah, take your time. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah. All right, cool. So, uh, so what were we talking about? Uh, um, you like yeah. making the website for the guy and. Yeah, so see, I made a website for him, and now hopefully we'll get on a call soon. That hopefully right. will work. Right. Like, but yeah, I really like the third do. I, I really like that book and how you can like find your ways into things. It changed my whole life, dude, and like I mean that. It was, you know, like I generally believed. Like he kind of explains on the first page. I was like, people who are where I want to be were just born with it, or like they were born with that talent or they just knew somebody from the get-go and like that's the case in some ways but like you can earn and and find your way in and if you just have like a no like not give up mindset you're gonna go way further than you ever thought you could like it was just so motivating Mm -hmm. and yeah 100 like it's like my favorite yeah i've read it two three times like (laughs) you said and i'll probably read it many more it'll probably be like a yearly read honestly it's just so so true and just so real so you just so you just emailed or you dm'd alex and you're like hey i can be your free photographer and he just flew you out to la well yeah basically like he he was doing so he's he's from la you know born and right or i don't know if he was he was raised there though anyway and um he was doing his biggest keynote of the year at a thing called the powerful you experience downtown la the la convention center center right next to staples center like big deal um for him being from there and so he put on his instagram story like it's happened to you a few times he's like hey i'm looking for a few media people like doing some video i'm going to be doing some photography stuff if that's a something you think you could do let me know i'll get you free tickets into the place and and like you can just follow me around we'll shoot and so sure enough i i just dm'd him and in my mind i, was, I actually wasn't gonna dm him thinking back now because he had posted his story it was like almost a full day before like when i saw the story so it'd been like 20 hours prior so i'm like he's already got his team set up i'm like i'm too late i was really pissed because i was like man this could have been such a cool opportunity his book is like one of my favorites if not my favorite that i've read to this point and so i was like i'm just not even going to worry about sending it and then i was like you know what like i would rather know why not why not yeah like (laughs) i would rather know that i sent the message and it didn't work out, then not ever send the message at all. And so mm-hmm. I did. I just sent a message. I was like, hey, my name's Tanner Pratt. This is what I do. This is who I've worked with. And like I would one hundred percent be interested and I would, you know, like give you give you everything. Like you like wouldn't be I don't know what the correct word is, but you'd like what I could do for you if I just got the opportunity, basically. And he like he DM'd within like within an hour of that and he was like can you be to la like these dates and he's like if so let's do it and i'll get you and like a friend into the event and it just became like the most amazing weekend so far in my life and the people i had a chance to sit down and meet with and get to know like it's so cool what that stuff can do exactly yeah that's that's, that's a really cool story by the way i've never done anything that crazy before really but uh, yeah where do, you, where do you live by the way i live in colorado right now um colorado. you know like awesome right and and there's not like a ton of opportunity here but with today's social media and stuff it's definitely created some so i'm i'm looking to move at some point like like where you're at you're pretty close to a, like a really big and well-known city that's kind of what i want mm-hmm. there's just a lot more opportunity i feel like yeah definitely i'm also actually going to la next month for a networking event okay i'm getting flown flown out to la which is crazy Dang. so yeah so i'm doing a networking event there and uh another another third door reference so there is a there's a guy you know jay shetty is yeah yeah so i don't know if you've seen my most recent instagram igtv video yeah i did I but did. it's yeah so like for those of you who are just listening i made a i made a magic trick and it was kind of like dedicated to jay shetty so basically, it was just about Jay Shetty. Like Jay Shetty was a big part of the trick. If you want to see it, at Prince Ollie with two P's on Instagram. Mm-hmm. But like Jay Shetty was a big part of the trick, and I told all my friends to send it to him, and he never responded. Though I think part of the reason why he didn't respond was because he was on his honeymoon, 
and he he even said on his social media i didn't i look at this too late but he said even said that he was not on instagram that much because he was trying to like focus on the president or whatnot right so so uh so what i'm gonna do and actually i found his number online somehow okay i can't tell you how i did it but i found his number online <laughs> i know it's a real because his whatsapp is there and there's a picture of him and like it says like last seen like a minute ago or something like that oh wow so i have his whatsapp I have his number, so what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna. So first, I'm gonna send it to all the people that he follows, and I'm gonna send it to him. I'm gonna send him another video chat. I'm gonna tell all my friends to send it to him again. That's what I'm gonna be doing today, because he's finally back from his honeymoon. Uh-huh. And then my my goal is when I go to L.A. on October, I'm able to like meet with him or something like that, because I've really been wanting to connect with him, connect with him as well. That's so cool. So, yeah, that trick was crazy. Like, I like. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Like magic is really cool because if I, if I put somebody in a trick and also Jay Shetty loves magicians as well. Mm-hmm. Like in like a couple of his interviews, he's talked about how he loves magicians and his favorite movie is like a magician related movie. So if, if if he sees it, I think he might be interested in meeting up, which would be really cool. Yeah. So hopefully that works out. I bet he would. Like when you make stuff personal and about someone, they're, they're even more drawn into that. Mm-hmm. That's that's cool. And, and good luck on that. <laughs> like you're going to be meeting like you said, if it goes through, like you're going to be meeting Elliot here this next month, if that goes through, and possibly him the following month, like yeah, you're you're setting up quite the yeah, network, knows? man. Um, yeah, hopefully. Right, right. But like for, for for those of you watching, like networking events are like really great to start. Mm-hmm. Like you can you can meet one person at a networking event that could possibly change your life, you know. So right. like going to these like even little networking events, sometimes they're free. Sometimes there's one in Miami. That's called Epic Talks, and it's like thirty bucks or something like that. And like, I've met some really cool people just from like those like that event. I get to go to them all for free because I'm a magician. But <laughs> but like, going to networking events can really really expand your network, obviously. But it's it really it really helped me a lot. Right, it's huge, and and just to like, I don't know about you, but just being in a in a room or in a crowd with like people with such high energy and just like wanting to go in all all in on themselves like it's just so motivating to see and it's just some of the coolest people i've ever been around yeah but um, powerful you that's a big one is that that mind valley what is it the one that you went to it's the one that you went to it's called the powerful you experience and i think they're based out of salt lake city actually and they had done a few conferences there in utah but it started getting so big that they uh they went to the la convention center and there was there was a it was a pretty big deal, yeah. Is Alex going to get you into Summit? Um, I don't know. I'll have to. I, I'll <laughs> definitely offer, man. Like, I'm not far from Salt Lake City or where uh, that happens. Some, in. Some, no, in September, it's in LA. Oh, it's in LA. Okay, that's right. Dude, maybe and I'll have to reach that, out. Like, why not? <laughs> that, 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 you should definitely reach out. That's a huge one. Oh, yeah. That's like insane. Yeah, there's some crazy names on that. That's a good point. I like, the CEO of Uber is speaking at that event. Is he really? Like, that's. Yeah. And that's the one you're going to? <laughs> no, that's the one I was trying to go to. Yeah. Like the goal the goal is to go is to go to Summit. That's that's what I that's like I think that's the best networking event. I I'm pretty sure because you have to apply to get in. Right. And it's like twelve thousand dollars just for a three day event. Like I think that's probably the best networking event. That like is... Tony Robbins I think spoke at that event, like yeah. <laughs> Wim Hof, like there's some big names. Right. So so yeah, the goal for me is to get hired to perform at summit that'd be or at least go to summit for free right yeah just see if that works out just to be in the room i can't imagine the energy and like the messages being out. yeah if i have enough money i might just just go and try to sneak in just make the opportunity happen yeah (laughs) yeah either just like just sneak my way into summit see if make it happen It's probably not that hard. I don't know. You could find that security guard like that, <laughs> like that music yeah, festival. Yeah, find that security guard. That'd I don't be... know. If you go in, maybe you can like help me sneak in. I was gonna <laughs> say, let's make a plan. I'm I'm envisioning some stuff here. I'm like that'd be such a cool trip. <laughs> All right, yeah, we can make a YouTube. If so it's August. Okay, that that's next month, right? Uh, did you say September? Yeah. Or October. I'm going because I'm going. I I don't I don't know my months. Kind of sad. I'm going to uh I'm going to LA in October. Okay. So <laughs> maybe I'll go if I go. I mean I don't know if 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 I get some more money, I'll let you know. Maybe you can try and sneak into Summit. Dude, that'd be <laughs> such an experience. Isn't like. <laughs> yeah. 
what's what, like let's look Give into it, it man and just like it'd be kind of fun to just see how things would would roll definitely why not um so like one thing i just wanted to touch on before like we uh we end some things here um was your trip to Pakistan? Like the whole the whole experience all around was yeah. incredible. Like you're on national TV, uh, which, <laughs> yeah, which was, was huge. And um, actually, I, I wanted fun. to start because I remember seeing a story post of yours, and it's actually just a regular post of yours on Instagram as well that you had visited a town and was you were doing magic there. And if I remember right, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, did you say there was a zero percent crime rate in this town you were at? Yeah, it was a 0% crime rate and a 97% maturity rate. Wow, that is... I've never even heard of that. Like, I'd never, ever seen a 0% crime rate. Yeah, and they're like, they ban, they ban plastic. That's how ahead they are. Wow, that is crazy. I never knew that. And so, like, what what is the culture like in Pakistan? I've never I've never even left the States, really, to travel. So what what yeah, is it like? So, in, yeah. yeah, so, like, first of all, that town... That's like that's not like the big city at all. That's like Hunza, and Hunza is like all the way in northern Pakistan, and where I'm from, like where my parents are from, is Karachi, and Karachi is like a really big city. It's not definitely not a zero percent crime rate. They're like the opposite. Right? Yeah. So uh, so it's it's def it's not it's not it's not very safe. Uh, and there's other cities in Pakistan that are safer, but Karachi is not that safe. Like I I wasn't allowed to like walk by myself outside. You know what I mean? Oh wow. But but. But like Hunza was so what I did is I took a, I took a, I took a trip up to up to northern Pakistan and then northern Pakistan is really beautiful. It's like Switzerland or something like that. It's it's amazing and people don't really know that no. about Pakistan. It's it's close to K2, which is one of the biggest. It's like the second biggest mountain in the world, and it's like like there's a junction between the Himalayas, the Hindu Kush mountain ranges and one more which i forgot but like the three biggest mountain ranges in the world converge at this point in pakistan and uh so there's a there's some really cool cool stuff up in northern pakistan and so the city i went to is called hunza and that was a really it was a really nice city and it was really calm and peaceful there and some people apparently people are supposed to live really long there as well it's like there's no pollution the water is so clean and it was, it was like a really nice city like a village i think it was really it was really really nice right yeah, that'd be crazy. And uh, yeah, so the story of how I'm, I'm sure you're gonna ask, like the story of how I got onto TV. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's where I was headed next for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I read your mind. Right. So, so yeah, that that relates directly to how I how I like the Northern Pakistan trip, because what I did was when I went to the Northern Pakistan trip, we were it was like a tour group, so there was about sixty of us, and we all went from Islamabad, which is the capital of Pakistan. And then we drove up for a week in this like two buses, all the way up to Bahunza, and then we went back down. And so, so we were in this tour group, and you know, on the second or third day of the tour, so like we were in our own buses, so I kind of like already had my spot, right? And then somebody stole my spot. What? <laughs> so, so she stole my spot. Like I mean, it wasn't like it's not really like we didn't have assigned spots, but like somebody like took my spot. So I sat like close to her, right? Uh -huh. And so I started doing magic to her and like other people in the bus. And she happened to be have her own show on Dawn TV. So Dawn is like the third biggest or fourth, or like the top one. I think a top five channel in Pakistan, top five national TV channel in Pakistan. Wow! And she had her own segment on Dawn, which is really cool. And so we were just talking, and I was like, "Oh, what do you do?" And she's like, "Oh, I'm a leadership coach, blah blah." blah. And she's like, "Oh, what do you do?" And she was asking me, "What do I do?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm, I'm a magician." And then I started doing magic, and everyone's like, "Whoa!" And then she's like, "Hey." how long are you going to be in Karachi for? I'm like, oh, I'll be in there for two weeks. And she's like, maybe I can get you on TV. And so I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> and it was like, that, that's how easy it was. That's, how, that's, that's just what it was. She just yeah. happened to be on the tour with me and she happened to switch buses. And then and then she happened to, like, and then I happened to, like, bug the magic for four years. So I was good enough to impress her and everyone else on the bus. Yeah. And so she just connected me with one of the producers of Dawn. And uh, I was just WhatsApping him. I remember it was Sunday when I was WhatsApping him, and then and then on Tuesday I was on live TV. That's just that, that's just how quick it was. <laughs> wow! So like you didn't have much time to prepare, and that was like your first time ever on such a like a set, right? Like that. Yeah, yeah. It was my first time ever on a on a live television set. Oh my! But gosh. I just did the magic tricks I was comfortable with doing. Right. 
So it was it was pretty fun. So but you... something else that happened. Yeah, sorry, go on, what were we saying? No, no, no. Go go on and I was just gonna say I'm sure you were crazy nervous like leading up to that day. That's gotta that's a huge yeah, deal. Yeah. The first yeah, the first the day before I was kind of freaking out. Like low key I was I, I was I was supposed to be practicing, but I was kinda of just worrying, like I was I was kinda of freaking out. Yeah. But when I actually got on, kinda of like what I was saying before, yeah. Like I just got in the zone, so I was just doing magic tricks to random people at that point, you know what I mean? Just like regular sitting down doing magic tricks. Right. Just like what I always do. But there were two actors there. You know, at first I didn't really know who they were. They were just some random actors. Mm-hmm. And then and then uh so so they were just I after after the fact, later on that day I went to, like, so what happened was that their actors were there, right? And so, like, on the way back, we were dropped off, and I was just sitting in the car with them talking, whatever. Like, in our, and it was like an old, like, a 2012 Corolla. We were all just sitting in our 2012 Corolla. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then they, they dropped them off, and that was the last one dropped off. And later on that day, I went to the movies with my cousins, and there was a huge movie poster, and they were on the poster. Whoa. Like their faces were on the poster, and so apparently they're like big time actors in Pakistan, and so I went. I was also I was like on on like on the car, and somebody was selling magazines, and their faces were on the cover of the magazine. <laughs> so, and like Jeez. all my cousins knew where they were, and my mom knew where they were. So like they were actually like like household names almost in Pakistan, which wow. is kind of crazy. That is crazy. So what did your family think you going on? Like because you like you said <laughs> your, your cousins and your and your mom knew who they were. Were they like freaking out? Like, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, they be... were like, "Whoa!" <laughs> like you, you met Harun Farouk. What? That's crazy. Dang. So yeah, like all my, like I'm like sending the family like, "Oh, I saw you on morning TV," and like, like in Pakistan, like there's something called dramas, which are a lot like soap operas. Okay. And the guy there, he's like really, he's like he's on a really famous drama right now, and so a lot of people know who he is just because of that. So. So it's really cool because I, I didn't even know that they were famous until after the fact. Wow. That is such an experience. <laughs> so, that is so cool. So, yeah, the cards kind of just fell into place, and that was that was really fun. Yeah, like you went there probably – you went there actually having no clue that you would end up on national television. You just ended up <laughs> Not meeting this woman who – like work who happens her to have her own show on dawn yeah like what are the <laughs> possibilities what are the odds that is so cool yeah but like also like i feel like i feel like luck that's a good story to show that luck is kind of like a like a train uh-huh. and like if i was if i haven't been practicing magic for four years i haven't been practicing speaking and practicing everything i'm doing right, right. like i wouldn't be able to do magic to her right i wouldn't maybe i wouldn't have the confidence to just pull out my cards in the middle of a crowded area and do magic exactly. or maybe my magic would not be be good <laughs> and so and so i wouldn't be able to impress her that much and then i wouldn't be able to impress the producer with my if my if i haven't been growing my instagram my youtube posting out content the producer wouldn't want to put me on tv and then and then none of that would have happened but like it like luck came but i was ready for it you know what right. i mean and I, yeah, I think luck, a huge part is just being like preparation and putting the hard work in exactly like you said. And like luck will then seek you out almost. And you're going to be yeah. ready for that situation now rather than being like, ooh, I don't know, like if I am ready to go on a like national television or anything. Like, but yeah, were... like I'm, I'm sure, if, like I'm sure if you didn't practice photography, I don't know how, how long you've been doing photography, but I'm sure if you haven't put in the hours for photography for so long, Alex wouldn't want to fly you out. LA, you know what I mean? Right. And you wouldn't have met all those people. Like you just happened to see the story post and you happened to reply to it and that's how you happened to Exactly to go. Yep, no, that's exactly how it happened. It. Yep. I put in like two years of working with brands and working with companies and just doing my own thing on the side in photography and it just it it worked out and it's that's it's been still and that was back in the beginning of the year. Um I think it was like may or june it's still been it's been like the best experience of the whole year and i'm sure it will be when the end of the year comes it's going to be the best one for a few <laughs> for a while like i'll always <laughs> yeah. remember that and so that's um, a lot crazy how that type of stuff that's happens. awesome yeah thanks man yeah th- like the way i saw your page by the way was because i saw alex's page and i saw you took the photo uh-huh. of alex i'm like hey why not follow him, right? Well, I <laughs> like, appreciate why not? that. <laughs> <laughs> and so then I just followed you, and then like two months later, you follow me back after I commented on one of your posts, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then, I and then that. that, yeah. 
Like, I, I, you didn't follow me back for like two months, and then you finally followed me back. Yeah, that's my bad on my end. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. But no, man, I'm definitely like, glad I did. Like, you, like, what you're doing is impressive. I, I look forward to like each video you post because it just blows my mind. And I, I like, I love magic. Magic. It makes you feel young. It makes you feel like, yeah, it gives you that sense of wonder again. You yeah, know what I mean? that's yeah. my favorite part. Yeah. So like um, when when I see magic, even if it's basic, like my friend did a trick to me. I was at this like young Muslims retreat in uh, Orlando yesterday, and somebody did a magic trick to me, where you just have him pick a card and you. Have his phone under so you could see the reflection of the card and knew where the card was every single time yeah and i was i didn't see the phone and i was freaking out <laughs> like i was like i was so shook because right. i know so much magic like i've never done the trick with the reflection of the phone i've seen it but i've never done it before so it never occurred to me so i was like freaking out like i love like that feeling that i got there you know, it's such a stupid trick. That feeling I got is what I like giving to other people. Right. Like, I was so cool. Like, I was freaking out. Like, oh, my God. And it's probably just, like, a constant motivation to yourself. Like, man, this feeling I'm getting is what I'm trying to give others, like you said. Yeah. Like, when I do magic to people, like, especially in Pakistan, I liked it. Because what would happen was these people, like, in, in Pakistan, everyone's kind of skeptical with magic. It's, like, the opposite of black people. Like, black people love magic, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then there's Pakistanis, and they're like, what did you do there? What do you do there? What do you do there? And so when I, sometimes when I when I was able to, like, really floor my Pakistani uncles and stuff, mm-hmm. that was a really good feeling, too, because they were just like, okay, I, I have no idea what you did. Like, congratulations. Yeah. And they actually <laughs> felt that feeling. <laughs> right. No, that's awesome. Like, some people love that feeling, and some people you got to, like, pull it out of them right i'm sure that's a fun part of it though like you're you're gonna have different crowds and um as i'm like looking to wrap something up wrap some things up here just like the last few questions like is there a um like is there a crowd or an individual that stands out above all the others when you perform from that just like freaked out and it'll always kind of leave a memory with you uh yeah so i think when i like at high school to my high school friends, that was that that was like probably the uh, partially because it was the first time people like reacted a, really hot a lot. Right. But like the first time I did magic that really mem- I remember as like a really good time was I was in high school in my cafeteria on the second floor, and I just pulled out my cards and I started doing magic to my friends, and they were freaking out like they were crazy and I've never done magic to people were freaking out before. <laughs> <laughs> and then that, like, like, in, so like in high school was so much fun because everyone freaked out in high school. Like high school magic was really, really fun. So I always, right. always remember that. Yeah, I bet that, that's got to be Junior. cool. In those videos, like the tables are just full. There's people standing around the tables. That energy gets <laughs> yeah. flowing. Like that's such a good feeling. Yeah, that, that, that was high school. Yeah, like I did. I could do the same trick at like a networking event or something. Uh huh. And, you know, people would be like, oh, cool, clap, 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 you know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, the energy that high schoolers have, like, I was I was just at, like, a like a coffee shop near my house, and the coffee shop is, like, right next to a, a high school. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, 3 o'clock, so all the high schoolers were coming out, and I was doing magic to the high schoolers again. Right. Like, this random high schoolers, and they were freaking out. And I, I, I don't know, I love doing magic to high schoolers, you know what I mean? Right. Like, in college, by that time, they're, like, reserved a little more, and they're not going to, like yell or like go crazy but the high schoolers they just they don't care they just go crazy over, over anything right no that's that's a good deal that's awesome um like i said looking to last few questions here um i'm pretty sure, hit me with him. right dude and this has been a great chat so i'll just say now thank you for for taking the time again and um yeah, for sure man loving hearing your story thank and where you're headed like you got big uh, things ahead yeah Thank you for having me on. Yeah, of course. Grateful for the opportunity as well. Yeah, and yeah, of course. This has been awesome. Um, And so I'm pretty sure I kind of know what puts you this way, but I always like to ask, at least towards the end, now that I kind of know more about you and what you're about, but what would you see is your biggest factor in like what drives you and what motivates you every day, whether that be magic, whether that just be life in general. I know you're getting ready to go to a university, you were saying. Like, what is your biggest motivation? My biggest motivation. All right, so uh, so I believe that in order to help others, you have to first become the best version of yourself. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I'm really religious as well. So everything I do is for the sake of God, right? Right. So and and obviously God wants you to help other people as much as you can. So the reason why I try to become the best version of myself, the reason why I meditate, why I do magic, why I do everything, 
is because like I want to become the best version of myself so I can use that fame and use that like all the, the I don't know like the influence to help other people as much as possible right so and I can like and I can do like it's like so everything is like at the end I want I want to serve with it you know what I mean so yep. the reason why is so I can I can help other people in the long run All right, guys, that'll do it for this week's episode. As always, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to give this a listen. If you enjoyed the episode, please let me know, either by leaving a rating or review or reaching out to me over social media, posting it to your stories. All of that is amazing, and I look forward and love seeing it each and every time. With that said, make sure to give my guest today a follow as well. His Instagram's incredible. He has some amazing content on there of him performing his tricks it's something you will not regret so please make sure to look at his look at his page and with that said ladies and gentlemen until next week take it easy peace